Notre Dame quarterback Ian Book got the second start of his college career last weekend against Wake Forest. His third will be against number 7 Stanford under the lights in South Bend. Will he be up to the task? It's September 28th. My name is Connor Tapp, and you are listening to the 24-7 Sports Morning Blitz. And Book took over for Brandon Wimbush as Notre Dame's starting quarterback last Saturday and led the Irish to a 56-27 win over Wake Forest and appears to be QB1 going forward. Joining us now with the details is 24-7 sports recruiting reporter Tom Lloyd. Tom, is this, from what Brian Kelly said, is this a situation where we could see some waffling back and forth, or is this Book's job to lose barring a three-interception performance this weekend? Well, if you're basing it on what Brian Kelly has to say, then, you you know, you could see a two-quarterback system. At least that's what he says. Um, There was kind of some jokes and laughter during his Tuesday press conference, kind of like, how could you possibly not start Ian Book after this past weekend's performance? But Kelly stayed strong and made it very clear that the the toughest job uh, for him is to make sure that both of his quarterbacks, guys who have started multiple games at Notre Dame, between Ian Book and Brandon Wimbush, both of them are ready. He needs to make sure that they're both prepared. Um, you never know. Ian Book gets the start. He gets nicked up. It's, it's Brandon Wimbush time again. Um, and then vice versa. Say he wants to start Wimbush this weekend, and, and maybe that won't sit very well with a lot of fans after the performance Book had in Winston-Salem last weekend. But, you know, everybody needs to be ready. I mean, this is high-level football. You're one injury away. I mean, look at the Clemson situation. Kelly Bryant was a starter, and now Trevor Lawrence steps in, takes a job, and Kelly Bryant's now transferring. So these guys need to be ready. It's a fluid situation. Anything can change at a moment's notice. But, I mean, come on. After that showing, after that dominant performance, how do you not start Ian Book this weekend against Stanford? Yeah, 325 yards and a pair of touchdowns on the road against a pretty good Wake Forest team, though it should be noted the Demon Deacons did fire their defensive coordinator at the game. Is there any reason to think that maybe maybe it was just some beginner's luck not having much film on him, or are you expecting those kind of performances going forward? Uh, I absolutely expect Ian Book to have strong performances going forward. Now, is he perfect? Is he uh, a flawless quarterback? Not at all. I mean, his first start last year against North Carolina – wasn't all that strong, but he bounced back and, and um, took a couple lumps throughout the season and then led him to a comfort-behind win against LSU and played outstanding down the stretch in the bowl game last year. So um, I think Notre Dame fans, I think their expectations can be high with Ian Book um, under center. Uh, he's a very smart quarterback. He's very accurate with the football. I mean, this was a guy that, although he was rated, as, a, as I know some people say, just a three-star quarterback, out of Oak Ridge High School in El Dorado Hills, California, in the 2016 class. This was a guy that I absolutely loved. I raved about him. Uh, I thought Washington State, when they had him committed, got an absolute steal. Um, But when he flipped, I thought that was a huge pickup for, at the time, Mike Sanford, who was coaching quarterbacks and the offensive coordinator there at the time. But um, big pickup at the time, and I thought that that this is a guy that was going to be an eventual multi-year starter at Notre Dame. So none of this surprises me. And I think, like I said, this Saturday night, I think Notre Dame fans should be extremely confident with, uh, with book facing the Cardinal. So book's been on the roster since 2016 and Wimbush struggling at the quarterback position for Notre Dame. Isn't new. Uh, I guess where has book been the past couple of years? Has he just needed a little bit more time to mature into the finished product that he looks like now or what? Yeah, I think that's probably 
very well put, to be honest. But Brandon Wimbush is so dynamic that it's hard to not put that guy on the field because what he did throughout high school was continue to get better into his senior season. And, and for a guy who's struggling to throw in the football accurately right now, he completed over 70% of his passes as a senior in high school. So you see what he can do with his arm. You see he's got the big arm. Um, you see what he can do with his legs. It's hard to keep that guy off the field. But in the end, and again, he's, uh, I believe, 10-3 and three as a starter at Notre Dame, maybe a little bit better than that. But So it's hard to take a guy who just wins football games and can absolutely crush you with his legs. Hard to take that guy off the field. But with Ian Book, he's a safe, he's a safe bet. So he's a guy that I think you, you ride it out. Um, he's only getting better um, under quarterback's coach Tommy Reese. Very accurate with the football, and the guys seem to be really rallying around him. So I think you ride this out and, uh, and go into – I mean, I hate to say go until you lose, but have Wimbush ready, like Kelly said. You cannot uh, pass on Ian Book this weekend. Big game this weekend with number 7 Stanford coming to town. A much bigger stage than last week in Winston-Salem. Do you expect Brian Kelly to protect Ian Book at all here, or do you think he's just going to turn him loose? Oh, they're they're gonna they're gonna turn them loose. No question about it. Um, I know Chip Long has been wanting to uh, call a certain type of game, and I feel like they changed the off. Maybe they wouldn't admit it publicly, but I felt like they opened things up a little bit because they know how accurate Ian Book is with when throwing the football, and there's a lot more confidence with with him than there was with Brandon Wimbush. So they're gonna let it rip. Um, I know that the wide receivers had a couple drops against Wake Forest, and that didn't set well, sit well with a lot of people. And Michael Young had a, had a fumble on a reverse, which killed the drive early. So um, there's gonna, they're going to be chopping at the bit. They're going to want to put, put some points on the board, um, really open up lanes in the running, the rushing attack. So they're going let it, to let it loose. And, and, and I think that they even threw the ball deep down the stretch against Wake Forest to make sure Stanford realizes this kid has an arm and could beat you over the top. He's not, your, he's not some kind of dink and dunk. Um, you know, slowly go down the field type of quarterback. He can rip it downfield, so they're going to let it loose, no question about it. All right. Tom Loy is a college football and recruiting reporter for 24-7 Sports. You can find him on Twitter at TomLoy247. Thanks, Tom. Thanks, buddy. The Morning Blitz is a daily podcast, so we'll be back in your feed on Monday morning with the biggest college football stories of the day wrapped up in a tidy 10 to 15 minute package. You can subscribe to The Morning Blitz on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.